This is a Suno India production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store. If we were to close our eyes and imagine what a finishing school is like, there's a few broad assumptions one might make. It's targeted at women. There's a lot about beauty, etiquette, charm, and only rich people would be found attending these schools. My first reaction, which is where the idea of this podcast was born, I just can't believe finishing schools still exist. I found it hard to place them in today's context and the fact that there seem to be so many of them. But the more I learned about them, I realized that not only is there a thriving industry out there, but that it now caters to the average person going about their everyday business. Hi, I'm Kavita Devadas and the host of Made to Order, a new podcast from Suno India where we examine the world of finishing schools, the makeovers and the transformations they promise from the lens of self-love, gender, culture and class. This is episode 1, Grand Old Traditions. I speak to different young women at the front desks of the finishing schools and academies we want to cover for the podcast. Their English is impeccable, their accent urban but hard to place. Did they have to train at the finishing school as part of their job? I wonder as I navigate the bureaucracy to speak to the people who run these schools. There's a lot of curiosity about the podcast format, but apprehension around how they would be portrayed. I speak to several individuals sometimes at the same organization who show differing levels of interest. It is true though, media coverage on finishing schools in India is scant, and whatever is out there was not always positive. We finally land on Saloni Dukkar, who seems more excited than suspicious of the podcast. Saloni runs Florina Finishing School located in the upscale locality of Indranagar in Bangalore. She's in her 60s and speaks with an ease that is reflective of her profession and personal charm. It's my mother's brainchild actually. She brought it to India in 1961 from the Lucy Clayton's Charm and Modeling School in London. These days beauty is a business. In fact, you've got to get down to it for the standards high. Whether you want to be a professional model, a mannequin or just a beautiful woman, you've got to go in for it in a big way. Ex-model Lucy Clayton knows what it takes and in her London charm school passes on the knowledge. Some are born with charm, but Lucy believes that all can achieve it. In fact, in the last 20 years, she has helped some 5000 models do it. The school was started by her mother Reena Rani Mehta in Bombay after she returned from London. After an illustrious career in jazz and Kathak style of dance, Saloni started Florina in Bangalore after she underwent the program under her mother's tutelage. She says she's carrying on her mother's legacy even though she had not initially prepared for this career. The school website describes Florina as the perfect combination of European and American education offered in the Indian context and has corporate courses, finishing programs for teens and brides, and a teacher training course. Saloni ran her school for two decades, but now works with selective clients, focusing especially on those who want to be trainers. Finishing schools began, to put it very simply, as places designed to teach women social graces to either fit into wealthy families or marry into them. I discussed this phenomena with Kausar Khan, one of the co-founders of Protocol Finishing School, also located in Bangalore. She is warm and easy to talk to as we chat on Zoom about how finishing schools found their footing in India. India's culture we very very few women have been at the leadership level right rulers 
we have either seen a jhansi kirani or you have seen rajya sultana but most of the time during that era we always saw women in secondary roles not in the primary roles so there was a clear distinct distinction it was broadly divided into what the woman has to do which is more indoors and be a supporting role when the when the man goes outside right and hence to get a good groom uh, a woman not only had to look good but also had to have certain lady like behavior and everybody is not born with that i mean you're not born with this behavior right so it was the prerogative of the royalty uh, the very rich the very wealthy and so depending on what culture you came from you were either sent to uh, you know the tawayafs or you were sent to the devdasis because that is where the women knew how to how to present themselves which is called as an ada it's a behavior the social graces they were they were very feminine they knew how the polite conversations the art of sitting standing looking you know the art of being shy being coy all these were mannerisms which lured a man and hence the women were sent to become lady like so the finish and then of course the finishing schools began which was again which was which was affordable only uh, by the royalty by the rich and the, the very wealthy so it was for women targeted towards women a social debutante you know people who were coming out in society so not very different from how they started in the global north countries while their appeal declined in the 60s and 70s they began to be imported into countries in india especially through people who had themselves attended finishing schools in the uk the usa or in switzerland over the years they evolved or should i say rebranded themselves Finishing schools are now known as personality development schools, image consulting courses, etiquette schools, and even leadership academies. I asked both Saloni and Kosser, who are both well established and have been doing this for a very long time, how would they describe a finishing school to someone who knows nothing about the concept? It's like largely called a personality development, but the three pillars in a finishing school is image etiquette and communication started as a chance school as florina chance school in 2003 and i had the most brilliant ladies coming in uh from all walks of life i mean i've had people from the age of 8 to 68 and i send my preteens to them now but um initially there were group classes it was fun we did a lot of learning a lot of grooming a lot of uh, posture poise training etiquette training whether it was social dining business cross cultural etc and also communication non verbal and verbal our analysis starts with why do you want it at all are you convinced you want it or somebody else has convinced you and then we have a swot analysis which is your uh, you know uh, which is to do with your strengths and your weaknesses and your opportunities and your threats so we have all that in place and then we lay out a you know a plan of action and then we'll say okay these are the things we think you already have we are going to enhance this these are a couple of things that you will have to develop so particularly i try and work on the weaknesses of people rather than working on their strengths on the strengths anybody can you know can work on it a swot analysis wow not quite what i was expecting but impressive nonetheless 
Some of the newer academies employ an army of professionals and use behavioral aptitude tests to understand their clients. The finishing school can also exist online as purely a one-woman or a one-man job on platforms such as Instagram. The jargon in the marketing material is similar to corporate and management speak. There's a lot about excelling, personal branding, enhancement, and so on. And then they use the phrase diamonds being polished a lot. No, really, it's there a lot. With liberal use of the words sparkle, dazzle, shine, scattered across different modules. Saloni tells me that she recently finished working with a client who wanted a crash course on different cuisines and etiquette associated with it. This seems extremely specific. Who are these people attending the finishing schools anyway? What sort of needs or stories do they bring? I've had the most brilliant uh, association with the Indian women's cricket team, certain international sports people. I have models I have rights to be. I have uh, people who are politicians who are, you know, from political families. Uh, I have, you know, people from small towns who want to uh, understand urban living and who've come here, who've gotten married, who've started working and they want to be absorbed into this culture. And I have people who, are, you know, young students who are going abroad who require to understand etiquette in various countries. I would say, I would say, as you said, the mid to upper middle class, um, you know, would generally look for this. Now, because I have come to a situation where I take on very few, I would say more of the upper middle class for me, because I do charge uh, accordingly. I do charge on personal level because I teach them personally. Uh, I think a finishing school is more to relax you. It's to relieve you from uh, worrying about, okay, how should I be dressed or how should I be behaving or which fork or which knife or whom do I introduce to whom. Some of what Saloni describes resonates with me. We have all had these insecurities about looking the part, speaking a certain way, and wanting to fit in different professional and social circles. Saloni is from the generation of finishing schools well aware of how they started, that these were institutions in which young women were trained to pick up social graces and etiquette, to be prepped and fit into upper-class society and get married eventually into wealthy families. So what happened is when it started with Swiss finishing schools and English finishing schools, as I said, it was more for people to come out in society, probably marry right. In the past, it used to be the rich ladies who could afford finishing schools and, you know, spend that time grooming themselves, understanding makeup skills, hairstyling skills, dressing skills, etc. Today, it is more the aspirational upper middle class who want to break that glass ceiling, they want to be able to be exposed to international manners and, uh, you know, trot the globe uh, comfortably. So, um, in all, I try to get them to become charismatic communicators by being extremely comfortable in their skins, uh, learn how to develop rapport with people, how to influence people, and how to use their influence wisely so that, you know, we have a better world a world which offers, uh, you know, um, the beauty of good manners to one and all. And it's very uplifting for a country like ours because we have such a beautiful uh, family structure, education structure, value system. Uh, we are open to learning. Okay, I'm going to confess that my view about the Indian family structure and value system is less rosy. The default average client seemed to be a woman particularly a young woman in her 20s and 30s. 
several clients arrived on their own at the finishing schools. But there were also those who were sent in by their husbands and parents. Younger ladies, even if they are from smaller towns, they do feel that, um, you know, uh, they wish they were, you know, given equal opportunities, even in the urban uh, culture. So they feel sometimes that, uh, you know, being sent by their husbands, they wonder whether are we not good enough and that's why we're being sent. So, you know, that was something I always tell the husbands too, that you you two need to come to me. You know, it's like, uh, like I, I'll tell a parent that don't send your child to me. You come to me first. My interest in examining finishing schools from this gender and to some extent class perspective does not go unnoticed by some of the people I speak to. One of Saloni's clients, Divya Nanda Kumar is particularly vocal about this. She attended the teacher training course under Saloni and within a few months started her own. I'm a Malayali, born and brought up in Bangalore. In the same way, I completed my uh, post-graduation, I've completed my MBA and I worked for a few years in, um, uh, in the corporate sector. I also worked in an NGO and then I decided to follow my father's footsteps and become a trainer, a soft skills trainer. You know, the, an important element of training is also to train yourself, to learn, right? You you want to uh, practically apply every, uh, everything that you will be training and you want to see how it benefits you. And, um, you know, you want to work on yourself as well. So in that process, I felt that there, there was a small gap that needed to be bridged. And when I did my research, I went around, uh, you know, looking for how I could bridge that gap. I realized that uh, probably finishing school is the answer. So that is how I enrolled with Saloni, uh, who's also uh, based in Bangalore, Saloni Dugal. And she runs this um, extremely prestigious uh, finishing school. As I went through that program, my uh, belief that a finishing school has certain modules and certain tools that will really help anybody through life only grew. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's how I started my finishing school in 2015, Purnatwa Finishing School. Divya and I go back and forth about how much of these ideas around an ideal woman or a perfect bride make sense. These aren't my words, but the marketing and curriculum of the finishing schools I carefully examined over many months. I'm told that I'm fixating on the bridal and marriage courses too much, and that I should look at how finishing schools now offer corporate communications as well. But offering a course on how to be a good wife or managing conflict with in-laws does not become less offensive just because you also teach business negotiation skills. Why is there an ideal woman or a perfect price course at all? Kossit and Divya both bring up demand and supply. This is what the clients want, so they're supplying this. If not them, then someone else. I'm not the first one to have an interest in these themes or look at finishing schools critically. But it is a curious case of sexism meeting classism meeting capitalism. I asked Divya about the magnitude of the onus placed on the individual to fit in. While we may not be able to dictate the pace of change with which you know these changes happen in society and in, in, in systems, but at the same time, we don't have to be a victim. We can take a certain amount of control on ourselves. Now, having said that, as a trainer, uh, when somebody comes to me, what I help them 
do is to actually make the most of of that how to, how can they really leverage on their skills on their capabilities so that they're able to come you know they they're able to make the most of uh, what is available for them and still pursue the goals that they uh, that uh, inspire them and um, uh, enjoy the quality of life that uh, gives them a sense of satisfaction so i feel that you know if we're able to help people in that way that's a good enough that's a good start too why do these young women or men have to change to be accepted why can't their families or partners embrace them as they are so what is the first time in the conversation i feel a change in saloni's tone giving way to a stronger emotion um i did have a student of mine who was overweight and uh, she did the teacher training course with me and uh, absolutely beautiful human being and uh, she wanted to open a finishing school and then she met someone in a social you know um, situation and he said how do you plan to open a finishing school you are so fat and she said you know it still hurts her i mean and that's something which i cannot protect them from but i told her that look the kind of skills you have you can still reach out and you know build confidence in others and she's doing pretty well for herself so i cannot i cannot shield you from society but i can make you see who you are i can also give you tools to deal with people saloni's words stay with me long after the interview while the finishing school teaches the clients many things learning how to use chopsticks is a bit different than the complexity of asking women to act in ways to be confident and self-assured but also more acceptable womanly or bride or wife like the ideal woman bride wife person does not exist yet we're all struggling to be this person the tools can only equip you for so long before the cracks begin to appear someone not questioning the concept of a finishing school in general but that it would be run by a fat person is perhaps what the real problem is after all this polished system cannot imagine what it doesn't want on the outside to be an integral part of its insides Thank you for listening to this episode. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store.